0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve, with me always is Taz. Hey, welcome back. Yes, sir. All right, this one we're going to do our week one preview show. So, on this one, by now this week, at the end of this week, everybody will have played. So, everybody who's been waiting to see their favorite team, you will finally get to see what your team has. Countdown awaits only a few days later. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, we get it kicked off on Thursday this week, running all the way till Monday. Right. So on our Facebook page, I put a question out there. Just curious, you know, for all the people listening and everything. Who are you cheering for this year? Who is your team? And I thought, you know, it'd be pretty cool. Run down a list, give a couple of these people a shout out and let everyone know who they're out there cheering for. All right, first one I got here, I got Sylvia Ducksworth. She is a Clemson fan. So we'll have to see what all they got going on and everything at Clemson and see if they can get back on track and bounce back. Then we got Gary Blanks. Mississippi State, Mike Leach, big fan. Right. Timothy Hoppers, a South Carolina fan. Hopefully, the Spencer Rattler experience works for you. And the son Smith is a Georgia and Michigan fan. So I bet that playoff game had to be hard for him. Uh, tough. <laughs> well, I mean, but he, he won. He won. <laughs> right. And we got one that was really interesting. That John Hansen is a Morningside fan. Right. Morningside 2021 NAIA champions. Awesome. Man. Yeah, Even man. Shout out to Morningside.
1: Yeah. So, as you got some people on the list. Yeah, I got a few here. I'll start out with Gene Foley. He's looking forward to Georgia, which they're playing Oregon. It's an interesting game. You're playing it as an ex coordinator now, which is the head coach. So, mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting to see. I have Timothy Hackett. Uh, he's looking forward to the Ohio State game, uh, which you're facing Notre Dame. He's looking forward to also the Cincy game. Mm. which is uh, they're facing Arkansas. So, Timothy, hey, man, you got some good teams to start out with, man, in, in Ohio. Now, I also have Bubble Hunter. Uh, he's looking forward to the Florida game. They got that Utah game. That's very interesting. Jack Sines, Jr., is uh, looking forward to the Michigan game. That should be interesting, uh, facing Colorado State. And Rodney Tucker, he's he's always undecisive. We, we're friends with Rodney. He's looking forward <laughs> to the Auburn game, which is facing Mercer. And L- he's going for LSU. Oh, my bad, Rod. FSU. <laughs> <laughs> I think old Paul Russian will probably appreciate me saying LSU. So you guys can duke it out, man. But uh, yeah, those are to our listeners, man. Uh, we always like to uh, acknowledge you guys when you uh, have questions and, and uh, looking forward to the season. Oh, yeah, me too. And like I said, everybody
0: let us know. You know, put. Ask you who you're cheering for. We need more people on there. Tell us who you're cheering for. It's real fun to look and see who everybody's rooting for this upcoming year. Right. So, all right. So, one of the big things, too, in week one that we'll get to see like we saw in week zero is how are all these teams gelling with new players, new coaches? I mean, it's like a... I guess every year is a new year anyways, just because of eligibility. But it seems like it even more now with the transfer portal and all that. And as much as these coaches seem to move around more nowadays than what I think they ever have. All right, Taz, so what teams are you looking forward to to see how they're going to gel with their new coaches and players? Uh,
1: new, new teams, new coaches. Um, Interesting um, LSU Brian yeah. Kelly. Uh you've been hearing a lot, you know, about Brian Kelly, the changes he's making. He's brought in a lot of transfers, along with, you know, a few quarterbacks battling for the jobs. He's named uh Daniels, starting quarterback. So we'll see how that works. Looking forward to even mm, Oregon. Yeah. They they have a defensive minded coach. Normally we you know, we know Oregon for offense. Yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna be interesting. Just a couple more teams. Oklahoma. Yeah, Venable's. I I thought he should have, you know, possibly had a head coaching job years ago. Oh yeah, I think so too. Yeah, he he was well overdue. And uh, of course, Florida. You uh, you texted me the picture of the army. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we'll see. Got more support staff than players. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how that work out. And uh, (laughs) but yeah, there's there's a lot of teams that we're we're definitely looking for. I mean, even second year coaches. Mm -hmm. See if they can take that next step. That leap to making it closer to the uh, college football playoffs. Oh, yeah. All right.
0: So, and the good thing about this is we don't have to wait very long. All right. <laughs> we only got to wait a couple of days because they all get started and kicked off on Thursday. We got Division One Big Boy Football right. on, starting on Thursday. First game that I'm really looking forward to on Thursday is a rivalry that they haven't played since 2011 that they're finally bringing back. It's West Virginia at Pitt. 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern on
1: ESPN. Right. Graham Harrell versus Narduzzi. Graham mm, Harrell. That'd be good. Yeah, he's come from a tree you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Mike Lee's tree. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, they're looking for offense. We'll see what they do on defense. We know what they previously run on defense. Uh, see if he switch that up. But, I mean, they're in the Big 12, uh, which is now becoming more like a offense-slash-defense conference. Yeah, I mean, we're really more for, balanced. Yeah, more balanced. It was really known for offense, but now you have Venables over there with Aranda, mm. and then, of course, you know, um, Gundy brought over Derrick Mason. So Derrick Mason's come comes over uh, to kind of strip that defense. So there's three teams off the, off the top right there that you're looking is going to be pretty balanced on offense and defense.
0: Yeah, the backyard brawl is what this one's labeled as between West Virginia and Pitt. It's the 105th time... Dating back to 1895. It's one of the oldest rivalries in college football. And here goes something a little tidbit for everybody. The first game took place in Wheeling, West Virginia. West Virginia beat Western University of Pennsylvania eight to nothing. They did in the very first game in 1895. And Pittsburgh didn't become known as Pittsburgh
1: until 1908. Right. But not really looking to it. In 1895, did they imp, was the imp, the two point conversion implemented? <laughs> I'm just saying yeah, they, they I got don't eight. quite know how they got the eight points. They got eight points. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. That's a good
0: point. Or hell, they probably kept track of the points by one. Maybe a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be something to really look into the actual right. football rules from 1895. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> We've came a long way since then. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's going to be a good game. That's always a throwdown game. I don't want to say pure hatred, but that's a pure rival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And true. that's something like we talk about too in the other episodes. You got to keep these games. Right. You got to find a way to make these games happen. Right. right. I mean, 11 years, that's way too long I mean, between games. Yeah, it's and good for fan bases, man. Oh, perfect for fan bases. Uh-huh. Everybody talks about needing a show to put on TV or the best TV and all this. Well, rivalry games usually draw the right. bigger fan bases right. to watch right. an audience. So, But, yeah, that that gets us started Thursday at 7. There's another game that comes on
1: about an hour later, Penn State at Purdue. Mm. Interesting. There's another um, week one game that's yeah. a conference game. Yeah. That's huge. That's a huge game. It's the one that we're, you know – um, you know, you just kind of get ready for the season, or if it's just another uh, power five team, another conference. No, this this counts. Oh yeah, twice, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: right? And this is, and Penn State's only a three and a half point favorite, mm-hmm. but I think everybody's gonna see what Purdue's really about in this game because they've right. been playing it at Purdue at night, right, on a Thursday, right? And they've had all offseason to prepare and all that, but still, I. I see Purdue winning the division, and
1: I think this is going to jumpstart Purdue off to a really great year this year. Mm. Yeah, this uh, this brings more focus, really, to a coaching staff and the players. You really have to be focused now. Mm-hmm. This is a team that you can't risk starting slow, no, as they say, and uh, getting behind on this game right here because this can really, really hurt you. This is a team that can put some points up. you Because, know? I mean, so far, so good for the most part. Not a lot of penalties overall. Yeah, pretty clean. Pretty football. pretty clean. You hadn't seen any. I hadn't seen any. Maybe they have the ejections. Mm-mm. No, I don't
0: think I've seen one in the games I was watching. Right, last right. Night so, or yesterday. so pretty
1: pretty clean ball. So you want to come out early and play clean and uh, try to keep those refs to keep. And they, they hadn't been, you know, flag heavy. No, you know. So they've been kind of letting the kids play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this first this first week, hopefully you can just kind of help them keep them in the pocket and play cook, clean ball.
0: Oh yeah, and. Purdue's always known for playing tough at home and winning big games against ranked teams out there in West Lafayette. So right. that ought to be a really good game to look forward to. I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to right. I am because Purdue is my surprise division winner. So we're going to get started right there. Then once we get through that night, we turn around. It's Friday night. We got football back again. Here we go. No Illinois
1: fine. at Indiana. Yeah, a short week for Illinois, mm-hmm. but, um, hey, they prepared well, got out of that game pretty much um, healthy. Oh, yeah. And you free out of that game. So those guys got some momentum going in with a with a game under their belt.
0: Mm-hmm. That is so true. Yeah. And that Indiana coach, he has to have a good year because I feel like
1: he's on the hot seat. Right, right, right. With the uh, transfer uh Pennix Jr. Mm-hmm. getting out of there, so you have a new quarterback overall. It's going to have a full season under his belt. I mean, he did play last year, but – a yeah. yeah, full season under his belt that you can kind of lean on. So yeah, um, it's going to be interesting playing a team that uh you know just coming in with some confidence. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean you know they're going to run the ball and now Belham has a he, passer. Now he has a passer, which can passer. really open up the running game. Yeah, so you, it's not like you just stack up there and stop the run.
0: Mm mm At the played really well yesterday. Really well, man. So I'm I'm really impressed with him, and maybe that's what he was needing too to help get him over the over the hill. And I think. That Illinois, I think, can win six games. I mean, I could see him winning this one, and now we're two and zero. We're a third of the way there with ten games left. Right, Right. Are. So right. we just gotta go four and six the rest of the way, and we can get to a bowl game. So I like what Belem is doing out there. Oh, you know
1: he was coming. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was just
0: a matter of time. Just <laughs> give him time, and he didn't even play that big freshman that I talked about no. at running back in this last game. And right. Oh, oof, that's that's a big boy right there, sir. Sure. At Derrick Henry size running back. He's Try got. Keeping them fresh. Oh, yeah. And he always will, too. That's one thing about man. He always has multiple running backs that he's playing.
1: Right.
0: Another game we got coming on later that night, 10 o'clock Eastern, is TCU at Colorado.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: New head coach. Yeah. I love Colorado. I, the only reason I really picked this game <laughs> is because, damn it, I want Colorado to get back to being great. I'm telling you, if y'all do not know what their stadium looks like, and the atmosphere when they start showing all the high angles and all. Just look at I me. Mean, it's beautiful campus. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah. Out there, the
1: mountains out there. Mm-hmm. In Colorado. And um,
0: ranked one of the best party schools in college. I, I mean, so hey. uh, attract the kids with that.
1: They're going to be partying well, anyways. Might as well be up. at the best one. just see if things <laughs> open up now. We'll see what you know, Pac-12 goes and all that stuff. But I think, yeah, this is a good start for them right here. Oh, yeah. Coming out the gates. And TCU
0: is gonna be better. Right. Colorado better be ready.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. They're gonna play fast. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be yeah. It's one of those Big Twelve schools. It's offenses powers. Yeah. And so, they're at
0: high altitude. So right. Better have a lot of oxygen on the sidelines. Right. So they gonna be the, going. They'll probably get there early. Oh yeah. Get oh yeah. I would. Mm hmm. I yeah. definitely would. Yeah. Try to get implemented to the elements and everything because. Right. You can't practice altitude.
1: <laughs> no. No, no, no. Ain't nothing you can do out
0: here. <laughs> no, nah, there's nothing you can do about the altitude. <laughs> and another game we got on there that I put on there because it's part of our board is Tennessee Tech at Kansas. Well, to Kansas, do they do they start the season off hot? Yeah, they got to. I mean, they're better.
1: Yeah. Three wins, Kansas. All right, new head coach. Yeah, yeah, we need three wins. Tons of players and coaching staff that follow this head coach. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I think Kansas, you know, can cause some noise. I mean, I don't everybody wasn't there, but there's a, a few that were there for that victory over Texas last year, so mm-hmm. uh, they know they can play in the big 12 at least. Oh, yeah, right.
0: they're going to have to handle
1: business against Tennessee Tech
0: because they ain't going to get no easier than that the rest of the year, right right. And they really want us to contribute about 50 dollars so that way they can buy a quarterback when we buy these too many helmets. Right. So, but you got to do your part, Kansas, before I'll do mine. Right,
1: right, right. So, yeah. got
0: to get three wins. We're we, we, we rooting for you, Kansas. hmm. Yep. We're cheering for you. And remember, too, we're also keeping track of are you going to get more wins than Tom Brady loses? Yeah. So, we're already giving you a jump start. Right. Here it is, Tennessee Tech. Don't let this one slip through the cracks, Kansas. All right. We're cheering for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then, once we get through the Friday night, here we go. Explosion. Saturday. Explosion. Saturday. Saturday. If your team ain't played by then, your team's probably playing by now. And if not, well, like I said, there's one game on Sunday, one game on Monday. We'll right. get to it in a little bit. But, right. all right, so when I was looking at these and all these games coming up, I started to break them down by time slots. I thought it would be a little bit easier than that because that's kind of how I look at games when I'm deciding on who I'm going to watch, which game I'm going to watch, and all this. I try to look at, okay, where's the 12 o'clock time slot, the 3.30 time slot, the 7, 7.30 time slot, and then the late night time slot, right. Eastern time. I know it'll be adjusted depending on where you live. So so noon Eastern games I looked at. And one of them that was really interesting to me that I saw coming up because I didn't know about this until – oh, I didn't know the whole story, Taz, until you had told me about it. Right. It's Colorado State of Michigan.
1: Right. Michigan. They have named the quarterback, the starting <laughs> quarterback. Yeah. Uh, to start out, to say this, really, Jim Harbaugh never disappoints. No. He's always, he's always in the headline, finds a way to be in there. That's not a bad thing, but he, he, he's creative in staying in the headlines. Oh, yeah, for sure you know, I applaud him for that So, first of all, he's going to start one quarterback the first game Mm. Uh, K uh, McNamara McNamara, and then J.J. um, McCarthy McCarthy's going to be in the second game And then after the second game, he's going to decide who his quarterback is going to be the third game Who knows how this is going to play out I mean, because McNamara can come out and and just light it up this first game Oh, yeah I mean, he can light it up And so can McCarthy Right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what do you do if just say i I'm just saying for instance just say for instance the the stats are similar yeah what do what do you do mm-hmm. I mean you got one guy at the high hand he didn't even play the second week or he didn't say they both weren't gonna play he just said one's gonna start yeah. so you know JJ can get some action in the first game and hey, he can get some McMahon can get some play in the second game it depends on you know yeah the situation the situation like yeah yeah, so I don't know. It's just interesting. You know, you would think most coaches would be decided. By now. By now, yeah. which a lot of them have, which they had two and three quarterbacks to kind of um, go through and decide who they want to So, um, Oh, yeah. But he did make headlines. He's, he's decided. <laughs> and then, like, what do you do? Okay, so if I'm playing
0: McNamara in the first game, and it's against Colorado State, which right. is one of my surprise teams. I don't, right. I don't believe that they'll beat Michigan. Right. I don't. But, I mean, okay, so now you play them first half. So, what do you do? So, who do you put in after your starter? Right. Do you put do you put JJ? McCarthy out there? Yeah. I mean. Or do you play whoever the third string is going to be? And just hold this guy and out? hold this guy out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't see that. Or how would you? How could it be if you let's say you're Matt and, and you play week one, then it comes to week two. Okay, McCarthy starting. Mm-hmm. In that same situation, does Matt get any reps in the second game, or does he just not even play in the second game? And now, let's say he's your starter. Now you're not playing him till the third game. You right. see, it's
1: right, right. Yeah, because I mean, the two opponents that you're playing are, are not even equivalent. No, 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 <laughs> so, exactly. So I can see if you can kind of have two opponents pretty much on the same line that you can kind of decide or whatever, or, but you don't want to get caught up also saying okay, this guy's gonna start, yeah. But then I'm gonna, uh, within the first half or so, I give this other guy a series, yeah. They kind of go against the first units, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's it's a tricky situation. Like I guess I have no clue. <laughs> what what this guy's Neither thinking? Does is. He. I have no clue how he's gonna play it because he could he could ease a guy in there for a series or two.
0: Yeah, and like that's my thing too. Like from watching the Vanderbilt, because the second game is against Hawaii. Right. So watching the Vanderbilt versus Hawaii game, Hawaii had no run defense against Vanderbilt. Right. So who's to say they're not gonna run the ball seventy percent of the time? Right. Against Hawaii, right. and then what does that do for him? Because he's not really going to have an opportunity to pass it because we're averaging nine yards a carry. Right. You know, I mean, I just... And then I read this quote that he said. It says, both quarterbacks have played great, done everything they could have, and in either way, to win the starting job. Harbaugh said in a comment, coming out of camp, I just feel like we have two quarterbacks, K McNamara and J.J. McCarthy, that we feel very confident that we can win a championship with either of those two behind center. Well, then pick one.
1: Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do? I mean, they're, what, a couple of years apart? Yeah. One the senior, one the sophomore. Do you risk losing the sophomore by starting a senior? I mean, I, he's got one year, but definitely if you start a sophomore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you do for the senior? Yeah. I you, mean, you, you, know you owe what to the senior. Yeah. I mean, you it's do. last year. Yeah. You know I mean, what I'm saying?
0: But a, be, ride the wave. If he messes up, then, yeah, you can always swap him. Right. But just pick – how can you not pick one? Just just choose.
1: I mean, yeah. I, you know, I can see – like I said, I can see really if they're right there together, maybe a year apart, yeah. and you don't want to risk losing one, mm. you know. But I still think – I don't know. You, you can you can probably savage both of them. First thing was choosing, and choosing early. Yeah. Versus you don't want to do this late, and then one decides to leave. Yeah. Well,
0: not even that. I mean, once yeah. you don't decide one – so now whenever you're practicing, you're splitting reps with the ones. Right. So the kid, whoever you are, or not, which you're not picking, you're not giving either one of those kids the full opportunity
1: that they need to be the starter. Right, because they can use these two games. Yeah. They can use both of these games as a starter mm-hmm. going into you know week three.
0: Yeah, and he played them on and off, you know what I'm saying, last year or whatever. I just... Or, like I said, I mean, you're practicing. Okay, we're going to run 10 minutes with the one, ones versus ones. Right. Okay, well, instead of that kid running the 10 minutes, ones versus one, now he's only running five. Right so Now he's getting half of what he needs to be
1: the best that he can be for Right, you. and then you're making statements like this that you can win with either quarterback, and then either quarterback saying, oh, I'm capable of starting anywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I was if I was them, I mean, I would just go in and say, "Look, coach, you gotta make a decision." Yeah. Because I tell you this, if you don't make a decision, then I am leaving, even if you don't pick me. Right. Like if I'm the sophomore, I'm telling them straight up: it's it's, it's one way or the other. Right.
1: But I, I think you got a probably better better chance with the uh, starting a senior over the sophomore. Yeah. The sophomore at least you knows that this dude ain't gonna be here next year. Exactly. And then yeah. I can run it from there. Mm-hmm. I can get I can get plenty of reps, some game time reps. I mean, maybe you get a lot. You never know what happened with guys. I mean, uh, God forbid if injuries happen, but they happen. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you can probably get some reps, mm-hmm. you know. Or if we put some teams away early, yeah, then I'm getting reps. Yep. You, you see what I'm saying? And then I can just build off of that going to next season. Yeah, as a starter.
0: I mean, yeah. That's, like you always say, he never ceases to amaze.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know I, I'm not shocked that he's. <laughs> In the news. Especially <laughs> yeah, exactly. in there. Exactly. For different things, but he's in there mm-hmm. at all times, so Yep.
0: Sorry, right, then another noon game we got, which is really interesting, is North Carolina at
1: App State. Right, right. That's gonna be and that's crazy. They're going to App State.
0: Yeah, and that's something very, very odd. Right. That they're actually going to a group of five home. Right. right. Usually they never Power Five never goes to a group of five. Yeah,
1: home. and it's it's one of those teams, like I said, they although they've they've had a you know some coaching changes in between, but that team in general they've been known to knock off some power five teams. So you got to yeah. be careful.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they beat South Carolina that one year. Right, Michigan, Michigan, yeah, that's what got them leapfrogged into becoming into right um, Division one. Right. Was that upset? So and you go in Michigan. there, you
1: you 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 got to be business like. I would oh, yeah. just North Carolina be business like when going in there. You yeah. That team's going to be prepared for you when you when you meet them.
0: Oh, yeah, and the people in the desert must know something because as I was writing this episode, there was a two-point favorite, mm-hmm.
1: and when I got done writing it, it turned into a one-point favorite. Right, and some of that can be based off of what happened, but you really can't judge it because we kind of talked about that also mm-hmm. of the being a vanilla offense, being a vanilla defense. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah, you know, family was down 25. Then you say, well, Appalachian State's not going to be down 25, so no. let's lower that a point. But again, everything could have been very vanilla, yeah, you know, to the point to where you know you' just kind of getting through this thing, injury free, mm-hmm. executing, you know, and then preparing for the next week in the season. Oh yeah, so I think that's gonna be a really good game.
0: I do. Like you said, that's crazy. Them traveling on the road to an App State. Yeah, you don't see
1: that. Mm mm. Out in Boone, North Carolina. Right, right. So (laughs) App State paying North Carolina to come. (laughs) I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Normally the host team pays visiting. And that's the
0: crazy part. North Carolina's probably going to App State, and then North Carolina's got well, we get all the money off of the tickets. (laughs) Right. <laughs> right. We'll come to your house, but we want the ticket we want the gate money. Right. You can have the concessions. We want the gate money. Right. <laughs> All right. So then we got that's pretty much a couple of the big games at noon. There's some other games in there. And then we got our three thirty games. Mm-hmm. One of the ones that stuck out was
1: Oregon versus Georgia in Atlanta. Right. Uh Georgia's home. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like always. Landing familiar. Coach there for several years with Curb. He'll be aware of the defenses and all that offensive stuff that they've run. Mm-hmm. But there again, have they named a the quarterback? Oregon? Right. I have not heard right. if Oregon has or not. Right. So possibly they could have a quarterback that's familiar with SEC as yeah. a starter. Oh, yeah, that
0: one. Co- or Bo Nix. Yeah, Bo Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, I haven't heard her, but right. we pretty much know Bo getting the start. Right, right. So it's going to be an interesting thing. There, there again, you have a new coaching staff. Now, I could say this. Now, they did lose some guys in the transfer portal to follow out the previous coach, but he did recruit well. I can say that. He did recruit well. So there are going to be some recruits there on top of the transfers and recruiting um, that they brought in. So. We'll see. Like I said, this is this is all new considering the style of ball he's looking to play in defense versus what they have previously been known for as far as offense. So, and um, there again, we know at some point George is going to take a step back from what they lost. They oh, lost yeah. a lot, but yeah. they, but of course, you know Kirby, they recruit well. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'll yeah, they just reload. Yeah, yeah. So they'll take some step back. I think the offense will probably be a little different. Mm. For one, they, they they lost a couple of their deep threats. Yeah, um, one to injury past, you know, off season. So, but they do bring in uh, three strong <laughs> tight ends. Oh so yeah. So where they run more twelve personnel, yeah. double tight ends? So yeah. I think the deep, I think the offense is going to probably change up a little bit. But of course, you know, they're going to run the ball. Oh, yeah, like they do. That's going to be their baby. So, it may change up a little bit as far as the offense, but it still play good, solid defense. Of course, you got to know, like I said, it's going to take a step back Mm. from all the guys they lost up front. Oh, yeah. But how much, and then can some teams take advantage of that? We'll we'll have to see on that one.
0: All right, next game we got at 3.30. We got Cincinnati at Arkansas. Now we're going to see, does Cincinnati
1: reload, or are they rebuilding? Right. So, uh, coming from the college playoffs awesome season so they did get a taste of what it's like um to be on that stage oh yeah but they're gonna play another team that's similar oh yeah the arkansas team which is good tough in the trenches sam pittman's known for the trenches Mm -hmm. they've added some explosiveness on the outside i know they added hazelwood yeah have a returning quarterback yeah that quarterback's (laughs) legit Right. Y'all got to keep an eye out. Right. On him. And then uh, they're again, uh, Cincinnati is replacing their quarterback on top of uh, probably not their best player. Oh, yeah. So uh, Gardner on the outside. So there's yep. some pieces, and, and I think even more. They've lost a couple guys in the secondary. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. In this game's at Arkansas? Yep. Yeah. So they'll be in that environment, um, that pig suey. Oh yeah. Be yelling it. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh <laughs> yeah! So they better bring the lunch pail in the trenches, because you know, like I said, Arkansas is looking to take a next step. Oh, yeah. In that division, which is a tough division.
0: Well, the next game we got here, we got Houston at UTSA. Right. You want to take this one? I think that's a pretty sneaky game. Yeah. I do. I don't think a lot of people are paying much attention to it. I think going, taking that short little drive from Houston to San Antonio, mm-hmm. it's about two and a half hours from where U of H is located, mm-hmm. that they better have that workman approach. Right. Let's get in here, let's handle business. And let's get up out of here. All right. Because that UTSA team is a very, very solid, solid team. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tune quarterback, I think he's a really good quarterback. They got some good weapons on the outside. I always said that Tune to Dale, I think Dale's a really good outside receiver. I think their defensive line is really good, nicknamed mm-hmm. Sack Avenue. Mm hmm. Out there for that third ward defense, but they're going to have to travel that defense because that quarterback for UTSA is legit. And they, I'm quite sure, if anything, circled, this game is circled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They can't come in there sleepwalking just thinking that talent alone, we're just going to beat them. And they're right. going to roll
1: over for us because right. they're not. Right. And this Frank Harris coming back with some of the stats that he had, man. Over 3,100 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, six interceptions. Mm. Had over Five hundred six, six had like five hundred sixty yards rushing, and six touchdowns. So he does have mobility. So he can kind of hurt you with his legs also, mm-hmm. and has a receiving core for the most part coming back.
0: Uh, yeah, like I said, this has to be a very business like trip for them out to San Antonio. Right. Good thing is you ain't got to fly. You can just hop on the bus, take a little two and a half hour charter ride out there, and there you go. Go out there, go to the Alamo Dome. Win that game, turn around, get back home, and leave that game in the rearview mirror yeah. behind and we, you. One, like and like I said, ready.
1: everybody's going to be locked and loaded and hyped. Fan base is going to be there cheering, so it's oh, going to yeah. be an awesome atmosphere.
0: Oh, yeah, I think so, too. And next game we got here in the 331. I put this one on here because it's kind of interesting. Arizona at San Diego State. Mm. It's actually the 330 CBS game, which right. is really kind of odd. But San Diego State opens up a new stadium. Looks really, mm. pretty sweet. Right. And it's actually on location where I call it Qualcomm Stadium, mm-hmm. which that's probably the old name for it, but <laughs> right. where the Chargers used to play at. So I think that's going to be a really interesting game. And Arizona, we'll get to see what Arizona's looking like. I mean, that's, that was another team I think everybody should keep an eye on this year and see – how he's been doing in recruiting and everything. All right, so then that's our 330 games to look out for. It. And we're going to move along to the 7730 time slot. First game we got on here is Utah at
1: Florida. Right, interesting. Um, a lot been said about this game, um, defending Pac-12 champs versus a team that possibly <laughs> pretty much just quit on there, uh, the previous coaching staff. So there's a new coaching staff there who's – uh, implementing a little more structure, discipline, that is playing at home also. Now, I don't know how much it's going to affect them as far as um, heat and humidity. Mm-hmm. I know I know they've been kind of doing the simulation as far as inside their indoor practice facility is is heating things up. Yeah, kinda that's getting, why I was here. Yeah, kind of getting those guys used to that heat, but we'll see how that happens compared to To the travel here. I think it's an interesting game. Utah's looking to build off of that season last year. Played awesome games last year. I mean, including the the Rose Bowl game. They're a really Um, solid team. Yeah, really solid team. Returning quarterback, running back, defensive players, receivers. So, they got some chemistry coming back. Did you hear how they're trying to simulate the humidity?
0: Like, I I heard about it and I tried looking into it. And I couldn't really find any. Like, how are you... What I, are you doing for the heat and I mean, I
1: don't know. They're inside the indoor practice facility. And they just keep and the water running, and they're just turning. <laughs> yeah, the heat. And I don't know what 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 temperature they're setting the heat at. Yeah, for for uh, the humidity part of it. Yeah, but I don't I don't I don't know the, the full details of it. Yeah, I don't either. We'll, we'll see if what they're doing is effective or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see if it works. You you'll know you'll know um you know once guys start playing. Of course, you know the other team is going to probably do up tempo, mm-hmm. and uh, then you'll see if and Plays a part. Oh, yeah. Well, it will regardless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. If it, if the offense is affected, yeah, you'll see guys grabbing and going. Down. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's crazy how that
0: happens. Nobody ever cramps until they start losing. Right. right. <laughs> Winners to, don't cramp, I try guess. To slow
1: the other team down. So hopefully the other team's <laughs> practicing being slowed down.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Then another game we got in that time slot is Notre Dame at Ohio State.
1: Right, interesting heavyweight game at the beginning right here for both teams. Now I can I can't say this about these teams; they're not afraid to play power five games at the beginning of the year. No, they both have a history of playing these other games. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I don't
0: think this is a top five matchup, though. It,
1: no, no, I think there's a lot. There's still some unknowns mm. with with Notre Dame. I still think there's some unknowns, although you do have the defensive coordinator, which becomes a head coach, and the offensive coordinator still intact. But I still think there's some, even from last year, There were some unknowns as far as the defensive-wise and how they run it. Because there are some times I I know that watching them, zone defense was working, but they tried to implement some Mm. man-to-man, and it hurt them them in the long run, so... I just okay. think there's a huge talent
0: gap. I honestly do. I think there's a huge talent well, I don't gap.
1: Well, no, a lot of times with Notre Dame, it's not just talent. I wouldn't say the talent gap because they're there. A lot of times the position is speed. Mm-hmm. Speed was the main thing with Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, they don't they don't have the speed that Ohio State has. Yeah, speed was the thing to them. Because, I mean, even when they played some of the big games, they were in position to make plays. Uh, of course, they didn't probably make the tackle or yeah. uh, the pass breakup. But the speed difference—you can tell the difference in the in the speed of the game um, for them playing certain teams. How close do you think that game will be? Interesting. I think early it will probably be pretty close. I think mm-hmm. first half. Yeah, because so half. What would you say, ten or what? Yeah, within I would say within ten to fourteen points. All right, I would say that only because, like I said, th- these are these are tricky things about all season games. Mm-hmm. Is this team had a whole some of the prep for you. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, still, I don't... I, I know, but there, there, there's a way that they're going to play it. How are they going to yeah. play it? Are they going to just play it, keep everything in front of me, don't let them get behind me Yeah, type deal? So, I mean, they could They could play it that way. Yeah, you so just slow it down. Yeah, it so that's why I said the game would probably first half probably would be close. Yeah. Um, Of course, they're going to come out with a new offense, and they're going to come with some wrinkles, probably the Ohio State hadn't seen. Mm. So, a lot of times, it was just crucial and critical, I, I watched the first... Drive, yeah, you know, because now I can throw anything at you, you hadn't seen oh, anything, yeah. Script it, I, yeah. yep. Strip it, go down, maybe get some points on the board, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I say, I think first half will probably be close. I think second half, maybe, well, I'll stay probably open it up a little bit. I'll say about 20 points. You think they win by 20? All right, yeah. I'll go, I'll go, um, just because I don't, th- I'll
0: go 27. Yeah, I think they'll win by 27. About 20. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think this is a top 5 matchup cuz like we talked about in our top 25 show. I don't believe Notre Dame is the number 5 team in the country.
1: Well, I don't. But then again, like I said, even watching which is a it's an extra year, but just watching Ohio State even starting out last year, mm. there were some some rhythm issues trying to get in. I mean, I know the guy was a freshman. Yeah. I get that part of it. But there's some sometimes there's some stuff you just still have to work out. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, I'm un- not
0: saying they're coming out firing all, on all cylinders, yeah, but... Yeah, you have,
1: like, undisciplined penalties, yeah. kind of stupid stuff like that. You know, getting in the red zone. I saw a lot of that yesterday, getting in the red zone and then selling for a field goal. Oh, yeah. And couldn't put seven. So, there's a lot of times, if you can keep uh, a team from actually getting in the end zone and maybe giving up three, yeah. that keeps you closer.
0: Yeah, and I think we'll get to see what that Ohio State, that new D coordinator they got. Like I said, I think he's, he's one of those... Just the same like with North Carolina. Right. I think North Carolina will go as far as Gene Chiswick makes them. Right. And just the same as I think Ohio State will go as far as their D coordinator makes right. them. Right,
1: right. He's got to shoot up that run game because that was a big issue last year.
0: Oh, yeah. They got ran on. Yep. All right. Then another game we got here is Memphis at Mississippi State. Mm. At least Leach ain't got to go to Liberty Bowl twice this year like he did last year.
1: Right, right. So he's the host team. Yep. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Memphis kind of better bring the defense, man. Yeah. Because Mike Leach is going to mix it up.
0: Man, I think Mike Leach is going to have a really good year this year. Right. I love that quarterback he has. And I think they said this is like that kid's fourth year in the system or right. something, Right, like Will Rogers. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he's going to light up the scoreboard. Right, All right, another one we got on here that I thought would just be interesting was
1: Georgia State at South Carolina. Mm. The Spencer Rattler Project. Right, right. So yeah, does he come out firing on all cylinders? Does he start out slow? Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is one of those things that you got to, you know, we talked about this. You got to be careful it, it, to have a lesser opponent. Would you start forcing some things that you wouldn't normally force? All right, let me ask you this: right. Over under one and a half picks
0: in this game. Over under one point five. So two interceptions or one or zero. I, or a two plus. I mean, he can I, throw 3 or
1: four.
0: I'm thinking about two. I'm going over. I have a two. All right. So we got 1.5 right. int. All right. Over. All right. So that'll be our 7:30 game. Just a little something to keep track of. Right. We got it on the big board, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll break it down game by game. All right. Late night game we got here Saturday night, which I think will be a pretty decent game if everybody stays up late enough to watch it. Is Boise State at Oregon State? Mm. Out in Corvallis. Mm. I like what they're doing out there at Oregon State. Right. And there's a lot of hype behind this Boise State team that I was reading about and everything coming into this year that I'm not sold on. But, hey, you can sell me because I'll be up watching it. So right. here's your chance, Boise State. True. We got a Power 5 school. You're going on the road, too. And mm. I mean, hey, that, that that would help boost your resume.
1: Yeah, maybe auditioning uh, to be picked up by a bigger conference. Yeah, the Pac-12. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be falling apart
0: right now. Hey, but, they, they got room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I always said Boise State I thought would be a good right. acquisition. Boise State and San Diego State. But right. we, we've talked about that plenty enough already. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much wrap up some of the big games on Saturday. A lot of these bigger schools are playing some cupcakes on mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I ain't really want to touch on none of that. Because, right. I mean, I guess, oh, well, if the cupcake upsets them,
1: and we will be talking about it on the next episode, for right? Sure, right. But some teams just trying to trying to get you know get on their feet. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I don't knock it for the first game. No, I don't. don't. It's like a real life scrimmage mm-hmm. that counts. So, <laughs> all right, down Sunday we got a very interesting matchup. We right. got FSU versus LSU. That television all to itself, all to yourself again, Mike Norvell. Yeah. So Mike versus Jay. Mike's up. Mike is up. Mike is up. One nothing on Jay Norvell right now. Right. But that's because Jay Norvell didn't play on week zero. Well,
1: he's playing week one against a pretty good Michigan yes, team. Yes, so he probably will not beat Michigan. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all right.
0: <laughs> Just like FSU
1: probably won't beat But LSU, he'll still be up one so. Up. so, But yeah, he'll be up one nut. Brian Kelly's debut Yep, at LSU. And uh, this is his first game. So he didn't have that week zero game to kind of get his feet wet. FSU did, so it's going to be interesting. Um, I think this game is going to be won at a lot of scrimmage. I do too. Yeah, I believe so too. Think, and
0: do you think that LSU playing this game against FSU not playing? Do you think that
1: helps or hurts them? I don't think it. I don't think it hurt them. I mean, by not playing it. I mean, probably depends on how they pra- I mean, they practice, but it depends on how they practice. Of course, I think it's always a benefit to have a game under your belt. Yeah. To kind of work out some little kinks and stuff like that. But one thing I think is going to help LSU is they're playing in New Orleans. So, it's template kind of maybe kind of be the whole home team. Yeah, it's a home game for um, them. Which, I mean, there would be a lot of FSU fans there also. But I don't think it really hurt them, um, which I don't think FSU, they showed some. They didn't show a lot. See that's what I was gonna say. Do you think does it help or
0: hurt FSU playing that game? Do they come in where do you do you think that they was able to work out enough kinks and get a pretty decent game plan? Come up, run some things, see some things they like, some things they don't, and they dominated that game. And they should the, have. Yeah, yeah. Against exactly against the inferior opponent. Right. But or do you think? I think the biggest thing from Mike Norvell now is. You got to get these kids that, okay, look, don't go around puffing your chest out. That's the thing. You don't don't come in here overconfident thinking because we handled this junior right. high school right that you're going to be able to push around and run on and shove around
1: these LSU kids right. like you did them junior high kids. Right, because some of those windows that were there not going to be there. No. Um, some Time. Of those, yeah, some of those runs that you made, they're not going to be there. Mm -mm. I mean, a lot of these missed tackles won't be missed tackles. But, yeah, just trying to keep those guys level-headed. Because even now, because I'm hearing from some of the uh, podcasters of how FSU is going to destroy LSU now. Yeah. (laughs) They got to make sure they don't buy into that. Exactly, yeah. to that kind of stuff. Tunnel vision. Yeah, you you still got to go out there and play the game. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Yeah. um, which they should have. I mean, they were really excited. Um, I saw some of the post-game interviews. From the players, even Mike Novell and I, he was smiling and things of that nature right there, which is to me a little different from a lot of the other head coaches mm. that kind of been there. just like, okay, yeah, we won the game, but there's some stuff, it was a lot of stuff we still need to work on. Yeah. They would take that approach versus uh, coming out, the cheering and patting on the back type deals. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful how that, you know, probably translate to your players. First season opening
0: win since twenty
1: sixteen. Right. For FSU. Right. And I think that was, you know Is that why they play week? Kind of design. Kind of that by that design. Of yeah. yeah, yeah, of course.
0: I mean <laughs> <laughs> Now this is the thing, I'm looking at it. LSU they're a three point favorite, which I think's a lot more closer than what it probably should be, which if I was a betting man, but right. well, I do bet on some things, but I don't. they don't have legalized sports gambling where I'm at, yeah. so I can't bet on that game, but I would take that. But I guess one of the things, too, I like this big matchup earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. I do with these two schools, and the one thing I don't like about it is I don't like it's not a true home-and-home. Home. Right, right. I would so much rather see this game played in Baton Rouge right. than I would New Orleans. Definitely. And okay. I think you could say that probably the fans, the players, and the coaching staff mm-hmm. would probably prefer that.
1: Definitely. I mean, just just by us seeing, um, just kind of some off subject, but we saw the concert, mm-hmm. God Brooks, yeah, and how the atmosphere was oh, in my that goodness. stadium, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can imagine playing a football game in an atmosphere like that.
0: Oh yeah, of course. You know, I mean, they're one of the LSU at night is probably one of the best sporting atmosphere, and all of sports.
1: Right, and that's talked about a lot, and that's a sale a lot, even with recruits and things of that nature. So I'm quite sure probably some of these players at FSU mm-hmm. were recruited by LSU and probably would love to have an opportunity to play in that stadium. Oh, yeah, And the of same course. as probably some of these LSU players would love to play with the, the the history of the of Florida State Stadium exactly, but you're robbing them of them. You're playing in separate stadiums outside of their you know their normal home stadium.
0: Oh yeah, and I mean, and I I love the Superdome in New Orleans. Right. I mean because I even went to the Final Four for the Duke Carolina matchup, right. and that atmosphere was amazing. But it's nowhere near the atmosphere. That it had to be mm-hmm. when Carolina beat Duke at Duke, yeah, being on for Coach campus. K's last home game, or right. when they played in Chapel Hill. Mm, yeah, that, that atmosphere in the Superdome—it's big. I, mean, right. I get that, right. and it holds people. But
1: so does the LSU stadium—that's what I'm it's saying.
0: Cool. Like LSU stadium actually holds more people than the Superdome.
1: Right, man. And I hear about that 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 atmosphere and how that noise. Oh yeah! In that stadium,
0: yeah, the energy. I mean, on the Richter scale, right. at one time they registered on the Richter scale because of the play that happened. I right. mean that <laughs> that's not happening in the Superdome.
1: No, so it'll be an atmosphere, but you know, some college, but it, it won't be like the on-campus atmosphere. No, no, or walking through campus, right. or you know
0: what I'm saying. Just right. that whole the whole embodied of what right. college football is all about, right. I mean, Grant, it's New Orleans, so it is a party city. So it's not going to be like, you know, them playing in the middle of nowhere or nothing. But it still isn't going to have that same feel,
1: that same atmosphere. You no, know? no, no. It's nothing like playing on campus, man. It's mm-hmm. like, like going to Notre Dame or going yeah. to Ohio State in a horseshoe. Yeah. You know, and Penn State, the Michigan's, the USC's, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, exactly. And, and only You know, they got options if they get in the playoff or something like that. But, yeah, but still. But, yeah, playing in
0: those stadiums, dude, is priceless. Oh, yeah. I mean, just to even see a game in those stadiums, some of those stadiums right. is bucket list things, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know so but yeah i mean i hope it's a close game i hope it's an interesting game just uh-huh. because it's the only game so i don't want this game to be over at halftime and i'm like well i got monday off and i don't really want to watch the rest of this game
1: right
0: <laughs> but i will watch it because we have a podcast to do right so keep me into it keep me interested teams right. Right. <laughs> unlike the game we got on monday yeah Clemson yeah. versus Georgia Tech.
1: Well, this is a keep kick off of Clemson. I think it's a good measuring stick for Clemson as far as seeing where the quarterback situation is. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. I think I think it's it's something to look at. I mean, because it's gonna show you if this is guys that we're gonna go with going forward or mm-hmm. do we need to give this back up some reps and get him started to get prepared for the season. So it, yeah. it's a good measuring stick to see where you are. If he's affected moving the ball up and down the field, then, okay, we've we've seen some growth. But if he struggles in this one, Mm -hmm. it it still tells you where you are. (laughs) Yeah. And and what move we need to make.
0: Yeah, and what kind of predicament would that put Dabo in? Yeah, Because for Dabo, what he needs, and he's been having to defend this kid all offseason, you know. But what does happen? Like, in a perfect Mm -hmm. world, He's going to come out. He'll be, I don't know, 21 of 27, 280-some yards, and three touchdowns.
1: Yeah. I, I think this is a better one versus a lesser opponent mm-hmm. is what I'm saying um, because you, there's some other teams you can probably play, and yeah. he can go darn near 90%. Oh, yeah. Well, 95%. I mean, but that's
0: best case in that. But what does Dabo do if he's, let's say, 11 for 28. Right. 118 yards.
1: Right. And two picks. That's it. Do you now, because he's been in a predicament before with Keller Bryant. Mm-hmm. He's been in a predicament where he's, the quarterback struggled, and he, and he didn't make the move. Mm-hmm. So now he has more of an option versus last year. I don't think he was comfortable making that change to a backup quarterback.
0: That's true. I don't think his backup last year was as good as it is this yeah, year. But I don't
1: think it was as bad as what he has starting either. <laughs> no, I don't believe so either. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I
0: don't. And I mean I, I, I still think that Klubeck or whatever, I think he's gonna end up before the year's over, I think he'll be the starting quarterback. Right. So
1: that's why I think this is a good measure stick. I mean, with Jeff Collins have been a pretty good defensive, you know, mining mm-hmm. coach. Gonna show show him a lot of looks. Yeah. That's true. He's going to see a lot of looks and that, but this will be a measuring stick. Can he make those throws? Can he make those reads? or you just going to hold the ball? Yeah. So, I don't think this is a bad idea because you'll get opportunities because I think this Clemson defense is going to travel. Oh,
0: yeah, of course. And I think they're what's going to give him the best opportunity because he won't have to do as much. Right. Or he shouldn't have to. And I was hearing a lot of places talk about he looks slender, And they want him to run the ball more. Which, I mean, that's good, but he's not super fast. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's different if you're like, hey, I want you to run more. And you're fast like that kid from Vanderbilt. Yeah, but but at the same time, you want him to probably use his
1: arm more than his leg starting out.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I I would more definitely want him. I want you to beat beat them past and yeah, give I do it to running. you playmakers outside. I mean that's what exactly. they always
1: did. I mean you have a good run game. Yeah. Um run the ball solid and uh and try to save your quarterback legs, but run when you have to.
0: So do you think will Dabo try to I don't want to say protect the kid, but will he say, Okay, let's play solid defense. Let's let's say we run the ball sixty percent of the time now. So, I'm not asking him to do as much. So, maybe you don't like his stats at the end of the game, mm-hmm. but I'm not asking him to throw for 300 yards. Do you think that might be something Davo might do just for nothing else, just so he don't have to deal with this quarterback right. controversy? But then there again, I
1: mean, it's it's going to be from what Dabro has seen as far as development from, from what we last saw, mm-hmm. the spring yeah. to the fall. yeah. You know what I'm saying? What What kind of improvement has he made? We don't know.
0: He better make some, because he (laughs) ain't made no improvement from the last spring to this spring. So
1: The last time we saw him, as as far as, I mean, I know I can speak for myself, saw him was spring. Yeah. Now, what they've asked him to do between then and now, Mm. and what he's picked up on, we don't know yet. But I still think he's going to probably simplify a little more. Of course, I mean, you have a new offensive coordinator also. Yeah, again. So, I think he he just kind of, he won't putting it in his hands to win it but probably just try to keep him to be efficient run the ball be a little bit efficient get it out to your playmakers yeah you know that and way you play put, defense and just play solid yeah. defense because he's going to have a solid defense coming in yeah and I,
0: I that's that's good it, see that's the thing I think he'll become a game manager right more than a playmaker yeah you know what I'm saying and that, which I don't really want which ain't a bad thing yeah but I don't want that for my quarterback. I don't want a game manager. I want somebody I can reach out to and say, hey, I need to go 80 yards in a minute and a half. But, Make it happen. But I think
1: the gonna, the one question is going to be is how they're going to use him versus their backup. We know the backup can push the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Now, if Deville wants to say, hey, we need to push the ball down the field a little more, he, he may have made that switch. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Because this guy's got to be able to read the defense quick. And make a decision. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. we we know this a lot. Last year, he held the ball a lot. Oh, yeah. And granted, granted last year was his first year. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of somewhat like his rookie year. Yeah. So, we'll see what type of improvements he's made. Like I said, the last time we've seen him. What's the spring? Yeah. <laughs> Look a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what improvements he made from from the spring until now, the fall. So
0: Yeah, he's going to have to do something.
1: So Dabo's going to have a long year. And I think this is a good game to kind of start with. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, conference game, yeah. solid defense, not great. You yeah. don't got to do much because it ain't like they're going to blow you out of water and score 50 on you. So. But
1: it, it, their defense will keep them at bay. And plus, they lost probably their best player also. Yeah, that running back. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. All right, so those are the games to look forward to this upcoming week in week one. Now we're going to go through every week what we're going to do is like a pick 'em show. Right. We are. We're going to run through some games. I'll make my pick, Taz make his pick, and we're going to keep track of it. And then we're going to see how we all finish at the end of the year. All right, so our first game for the pick 'em we got, and some of these we talked about, some of them we haven't, right. is West Virginia at Pittsburgh. Taz, who you got?
1: I wouldn't pick with that one. Our doozy, I think he'll, you know, he's – Still a little bitter about what's going on. <laughs> you know what <laughs> He's always staying bitter Yeah, but year. I think Narduzzi uh, can kind of pulled that staff together with uh, West Virginia.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, West Virginia in that offense. All right. All right. So,
1: the next one we got here, Penn State at Purdue. Uh, I chose Purdue. Uh, Purdue's at home at mm-hmm. night. Um, I really still have been sold on Penn State. Penn State is one of those teams that hasn't been consistent. They'll show up maybe one week, and next one they tend to disappear.
0: Mhm-, so yeah, yep, I got Purdue too. I think this is a time when everybody's gonna realize that Purdue is legit mm-hmm. and they're not gonna be overlooked, and this cracks me up because after we did our preview show, now I start to hear these other other publications talking about make sure you keep an eye on Purdue, right, yeah, glad y'all listened to our podcast and got on <laughs> board. <laughs> All right, next one we got here we got Temple
1: at Duke right i I went with uh Duke a mm-hmm. uh, new head coach. A defensive-minded coach, I think you can win at Duke. Cutcliffe showed that, you know, if you run a good, solid team in defense, you can kind of win some games, and they're playing Temple. Yeah. I'm not too high on right now. Yeah, yeah, this hurt my heart to pick
0: Duke, and the only reason I did is because, like you said, they're playing Temple. So. Nah, I think you thought Shisesky, <laughs> and uh you decided to go Duke. Yep, Coach K is gone. Bye-bye. All right, right, next one we got here is Rutgers at Boston College. Who you got? I I just had to go with
1: uh, Rutgers. Oh, okay. I I figured we're going to chop some wood this year. They've been kind of silent in the background. Nobody really talking Rutgers. Mm -mm. And Shiano's been known to kind of show up and surprise some people. And he has been successful at Rutgers, so he
0: knows what it takes. I got Boston College. I like that quarterback they got coming back. I hope he can stay healthy this year and he can really show out. And their defense played great last year. So right. I think that one might actually be kind of a low-scoring game. All right. All right, next one we got here is one we talked about earlier. is mm-hmm. North Carolina at App State. Uh, I went with App State.
1: Mm, uh, they, upset. They've been known to be a giant killer. Uh, first game of the season. So you know they're going to be sitting prepared. Carolina, uh, they got to they gotta show me a little more as far as being consistency. I watched them over the years. Man, they lost some games. They shouldn't have lost, man. Mm-hmm. But who may who knows? Chiswick may be the equalizer. Kind of fix things there. But App State, man, you, you got to be careful. That's one of those things that strike you. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I picked North Carolina in this
0: one. I think they got to go in there and be very businesslike mm-hmm. and let the Drake May legend continue. All right. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another big game we got here is Cincinnati at Arkansas. All
1: right. We're with Arkansas uh, for a couple of reasons. One is um, they're home. I think the atmosphere is going to be crazy. Two is as far as the rapport, chemistry, they have their returning quarterback since he's actually breaking in a new qu- quarterback. And I think um, they, I think just Arkansas has got a little more playmakers on the inside and outside than, than Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I picked Arkansas, too. I think they have, like you said, more of a rapport with each other. Mm-hmm. They got that quarterback, and I think Cincinnati lost too much against a team that has so much coming back. Right. And then the next one we got here is Houston at UTSA.
1: Houston UTSA. That's another one. I, I think I'm, I'm going with upsets. I uh, went with UT, UTSA over Houston another team that's playing home another one's just going to be probably be predicted to win their conference Another the quarterbacks is coming back rapport receivers coming back and uh i think he's set to have a, an awesome year to keep a guy on um frank harris this year oh
0: yeah that quarterback that guy yeah, right oh yeah that's what i was saying when houston i picked houston in that one like i said they need to take that two and a half hour bus trip be very business like get in handle business right don't let them linger around just like you said that quarterback he's a dual threat and when you got a good dual threat quarterback you're always in the game so they need to jump out quick and jump out early all right another one we got here is Tulsa at Wyoming
1: Mm. I I went with Tulsa with this one it's just we just have a history with Wyoming
0: Mm -hmm. Um, just
1: kind of an inside joke I, I went with them a couple times last year man they tend to let me down and uh they're coming off a loss this week. That maybe they'd be able to rebound themselves, but uh I'm gonna roll with Tulsa. Yeah, I got Tulsa too. There ain't no way I'm gonna pick
0: Wyoming no more. <laughs> and y'all see I wasn't lying. And right. y'all ain't watched that Illinois game, just pay attention. Watch this one. <laughs> All right. Next one we got here
1: is FAU at Ohio. All right. FAU's got a game under their belt and a win under the belt over Charlotte yesterday. Um mm-hmm. uh, Pretty impressive. There's still some things that need to be worked on, but I'm going to roll with Willie on this one. Yeah, I got Willie, too, in this
0: one. That's very odd for a Florida Atlantic team to travel all the way up to Athens, Ohio. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a hell of a flight, and especially going all the way up north like that. Mm-hmm. I got Willie, that Nicosy Perry. Right. He, he played pretty well right. the other day. Missed some throws or whatever, but he'll, he'll be getting it better. Wow. But the one thing, go son something. This is something that um, FAU needs to worry about is you're going to get a lot of people from Florida watching, and the last thing you want to do is go to Ohio and lose. Right. Because that could really hurt you in recruiting, maybe. So the next game we got, which is played in Florida, is a pretty big game, it is Utah at
1: Florida. Right, right. Uh, I went with the Gators on oh, this Oh, okay. I think uh, just that energy that's going to be in the swamp. I understand uh, Utah coming in, being Pac-12, Uh, champions probably some people minds probably repeating I think uh, they're going to have to match that energy coming in they're going to get hit with a wave from the fans and players they're going to really come out with this new coaching staff I think I'm going to roll with the Gators on this one All right, and this one I got Utah like you
0: said they're going to have to watch the wave especially from them 347 staff members that Florida has this year (laughs) 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 No, <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think Utah might pull something out there at the end. Just a little more older and experienced. But mm-hmm. the main thing they got to worry about, though, is that humidity out there. Right. I think that's the ultimate equalizer that Florida can use right to their advantage. Right. All right, the next one we got is Army at Coastal Carolina.
1: It's a very interesting game right here. Mm-hmm. I went roll with Coastal Carolina on this one. They have a history of uh, playing good, solid football, man. Offense and defense. Army. Now I tell you what, they I tell you what, uh, they're gonna be disciplined, and Coastal Carolina better be ready for the for them being disciplined because Army don't hurt themselves much with penalties. Mm Yeah. So, but I roll with Coastal on this one. Oh yeah, yeah. I got Army in this one.
0: I I do like that DN that Fred. Well, he's a freshman last year that Coastal Carolina has, so he'll be a sophomore this year. He had a lot of sacks and tackle for losses. The one thing I I do hope for the sake of the season is that that kid comes out of this game healthy, because right. playing D N against the Service Academy, right. oh they're gonna cancel you out. I don't believe a defensive end will be efficient or make any plays Against an academy school like this, just because. And like I said, for college football's sake, I hope he gets out there healthy because there's going to be a lot of cut blocking going on. So just watch your knees, son. But I got Army in that one. All right. right, The next one we got Notre
1: Dame at Ohio State. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Uh, Notre Dame, we discussed them earlier. New head coach, new quarterback. But I think Ohio State, man, uh, how they finished the year last year and added to that. Five power on offense. Uh, I think they're going to be tough to beat um, along with a new defensive coordinator. If he can sure up that run game a little bit, because that's what really hurt him. Mm. Teams were able to just kind of run down their throat. Yep. You know, keep their their offense off the field. If he can sure that up, I think they'll be solid.
0: Yep. And in that game, I got Ohio State, too. Like I said, I just think the talent gap is too large at this time and moment. And Uh like you were saying, that D coordinator, I think he's going to help them out a lot. Uh And just the team speed, I think Ohio State – Is a lot faster than Notre Dame. Like I said, I don't think Notre Dame's the top, there's a top five team in the country. But hey, Ohio State will take the top five win under their belt because it helps them at the end. Right. (laughs) All right, the last game we got here, which we just got done talking about, we have FSU versus LSU in New Orleans.
1: Right. I wrote with LSU on this one. You asked the question early did it hurt them as far as FSU or help them? Now, I can say early on, I kind of watch that game, and and what I look for is is offensive line, uh, who's dominating and uh, or teams able to get pushed. Now, as far as FSU defense, I was able to see Duquesne did get some push on him and got some some runs on him. it. wasn't although it wasn't that consistency, but if you can't dominate a team like that and you're going up against a team like LSU, who's known to run the ball, going to have some some guys up there that can handle you in those trenches. I'm gonna roll with LSU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with LSU in this one, too.
0: Like I said, they look FSU looked pretty good yesterday on film, watching the game and everything, and they just got to... To me, to prove you're better, you have to do it against better competition. Right. I just ain't sold on that. Now, hey, they come out and they put it on LSU, what? which, I mean, they're a capable team, and they could, but... They just, I'm going to have to see it on the field first before I buy into the whole we're back and we're going to dominate and win eight games and all that. Right. So, well, all right, those are our pick em games. Like I said, we're going to keep track of them during the week and throughout the year just to see how we all finish on everything. And then, so I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode
1: up. Taz, is there anything? What's, what game are you look, looking forward what to? Game, the there's a few games I'm looking forward to. Of course, that I think that Notre Dame game is going to be a, a pretty good Pretty good game, Ohio State, because that that kind of sets things up early for for the winner. Oh yeah, of this game. Who knows the movement? You know, so one of these teams gonna move because they mm-hmm. be the top five team. Oh yeah, and then can they sustain it for the rest of the year? And I think that Florida Utah game. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that one right there. Um, all the hype on what Utah got coming back. Can they represent the Pac 12? Because I mean, they they have been kind of overshadowed even with what they've done over the. Over the last year or so, um, kind of by USC and what they got bringing in with Lincoln Riley, and, oh, and yeah. they've been most of the talk, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. over Utah. and I think this is a huge game for the Pac 12 as a conference, right? Right, to come in SEC country and get a win, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of like the urban bowl, urban mile bowl, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He left Utah to come to Florida, so <laughs> yeah, it's kind of there's a storyline there. Yeah, a couple
0: games I'm looking for the most is, like I said, I like that Penn State-Purdue game. Right. I think, like I said, this is where everybody's going to realize Purdue is legit. And then also, too, one of the games I'm looking forward to is Houston at UTSA. Right. I want to see how they're going to go in there, do, handle their business, and show this year is a business-like approach and be able to continue their winning and hopefully move on and see if they can get to a New Year's Six game. Right, right. This is big for a lot of teams early. Oh yeah. Good matchups, big mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Won't get even better the further
1: we get into the season and this hey, it's just the first week of many, y'all. First week of many is kickoff season. Hey, um you guys wear your best gear, post them, gear up for your tailgates, man. Enjoy the season. It's oh yeah, send us some pictures.
0: Won. Show us what all's going on out there. Who has the best here goes one. Who has the best tailgate atmosphere in college football? Right. Let's see who has that. Come on, show us some pictures. Show us and prove to us you had the best tailgate atmosphere in college football. All right, everybody. This one we're going to release today. The next one we're going to release, we're going to hold off until Monday. We won't do it on Sunday next week because of the FSU-LSU game on Sunday. Right. So we'll go ahead and put that next one, our recap show for week one, will be on Monday on the holiday, Labor Day. Labor Day special, everybody. Well, all right, well, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode of our week one preview show. I thought we did a pretty good job. Really looking forward to it. Um, Tad, you got anything for the people?
1: No, man. Hey, you ready?
0: Click, clack time. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all on the next one.
1: Peace.